I feel like I know I know how the show works now. Yeah, I'm but- an expert on The Bachelor. <laughs> Welcome back to another Dear Shandy Bachelorette recap, listeners. Hello, Andy. Hello. How are you today? Fair. Fair. You are fair today. Yeah. You're you're in rough shape these days. Yeah, yeah. I've been having a having a period of not not doing that great physically. I feel like you've been in a state of like a, a woman on her period. Like you've been kind of like that for a few weeks now. Yeah. Do you want to talk about your ailments? Um, no. <laughs> I thought it was funny when they showed that Paradise preview. I mean, it was very validating because just last week we were talking about how people are backed up. And, you know, it's funny, but if you know what it is, it's not funny. Well, it gets kind of terrifying, like nine days. It's like, where did it all go? Yeah. (laughs) Okay, well, that's it for housekeeping. We're back in New York and Andy's still backed up. Bullshit. Shall we get to recapping the finale? Last night's finale. Yeah. Let's get going. Uh, There's a lot of Bachelor Nation in the live audience. You know what I don't understand? Is Bachelor Nation, does that refer to the audience or the people who've been on it? I Um, feel like that term is thrown around loosely. I feel like Bachelor Nation is now, it's all encompassing. It's almost like just America. (laughs) Jesse says that someone in the audience will be on the next Bachelor season, but this person doesn't know it yet. I was actually kind of intrigued by this, but then when it turned out to be girls who clearly had applied or knew that they were in the running, it lost its steam for me. It lost its steam before it even started. Like, who cares? Yeah, I wrote, okay, that's kind of fun. But then when it started being this thing that they would tease before every commercial break, I was like, okay. But what's the difference between them being chosen and some rando who applied being chosen? I have no idea. I don't understand why, especially I don't understand why they kept making this a big deal. (laughs) I mean, you've got a point, actually. Because they're applying and then they're going to find out at some point. I guess you get to see their reaction. Actually, it's a little sick in a way because that other girl, Annie, just didn't get cast. So she was there. She had to go through all that for nothing. Now I feel bad for finding this fun. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we pick back up in Pacific Harbor, Fiji with Charity hemming and hawing about AB. They chat. This is pretty uneventful. She says he can stay for dinner and chat in his room. And then they make out. But I mean, I almost don't even want to waste my breath on this. Andy, you said, how is that not cheating? The making out here. I mean, she clearly is not picking him. Clearly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's just making out with him out of convenience. <laughs> we know who she's picking. Yeah. It doesn't matter how much they tried to tease us this episode. We yeah. know who she's picking. It's an interesting thought, really. The idea that the kissing and the making out, the, the multiple people thing is okay as long as she really thinks that they can be her husband at the end of this. Right. But in, it's an interesting point you're making. Right. Is this cheating since she knows it's not going to be him? Well, if you want to compare this situation to a normal human relationship in Mm -hmm. real life. I mean, they're now at the stage right before they're going to be engaged to be married. Supposedly, yeah. So if you want to shorten the time frame, I mean, this is as hardcore cheating as it gets. (laughs) She's on the eve of her engagement and she's making out with some guy she knows knows. she's not going to be with. It's the evening now. This is mostly more making out. And a lot of debating over what to do. It feels like filler. This whole thing felt like filler. The Aaron B thing I just could have done without. And I, look, I've come around with Aaron B. I really have. I just found this to be like, come on. It was a little patronizing. Yes, super patronizing. It was like, oh, you don't have Xavier, so here's another one. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, exactly. We're at the rose ceremony now. Charity is wearing a white gown with a bunch of cutouts and asymmetrical 
embellishments. Mm. Like here's embellished, then here's embellished, yeah. and there's all these cutouts. Okay. Do you want I me to go this, first? I felt this unsettling. <laughs> unsettling. You were mm. unsettled by this gown. Yeah. How how so? It did not give me pleasure. Oh, is there a reason why? Yeah, it was just very it was very busy. A lot, okay. a lot of stuff happening, not not pleasing. Yeah, I said I think the dress is good for a Fiji rose ceremony in that, like, I get that it's sort of beachy. It's certainly summery. It's very sexy. And like, it has a, almost like a swimsuit vibe from the waist up, I wrote. But I found this dress to be the opposite of effortless. Personally. It didn't just happen. It did not just happen. Okay, so leading into the rose ceremony, there's a voiceover of Dotton saying, hearing Charity was in love with him, had him on cloud nine. That's the one. Andy, you said very good. Mm-hmm. Would we expect anything less from Dotton? No. AB walks into the rose ceremony and Dotton glances at him and has zero reaction. <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. We laughed really yeah, he hard. He wasn't at that. having it. It's just like, I'm not, I, this, is, this is meaningless. I think this, this is, is annoying. Yeah, I think this is the first time we realize that Dotton is over it. It's over it. He's, He's in done. it for the girl. He's there. I mean, talk about right reasons. All of this stuff, he's just like... He's tired of playing the game. Yeah. Later on, Andy, you said he looks visibly annoyed. And I think re- he was annoyed a little bit. This is the first time ever. You know, there's a time in a relationship. It's the first time where you're like, oh, I'm a little bit annoyed at that. Yeah, yeah. And and even if like, even in our relationship, there was like, I'm sure there was some time where one of us did something where we're like, oh, that's a little annoying. Yeah, yeah. But the, there's that moment where you're like, oh, you know, ca- this is the end of Camelot. Like this isn't a fairy tale. Uh-huh. We're human beings and we do some things that aren't perfect. Yeah. And I think this is the first time he looked at charity. He's like, really? Oh, okay. So you, you felt- let this happen? Okay. I felt it was more like the overall- production oh, of it all no, i'm i'm trying to get a little more nuanced yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I agree with you but he no was, i see your point i mean in a way charity is the vehicle for a lot of this stuff to happen she could have shut it down she could have been like i'm I not mean, doing that i'm just sending him home the second he comes here i'm torn on that because i feel like the lead is always required to play along and they have to pick their battles and right. i think charity actually has been amazingly good very deft at getting what she wants out of it and coming out looking good while still giving production what they want. But in general, like the waiting, we forget sometimes watching it over the course of a few minutes that, you know, when she left to go talk to AB to send him home and came back, it was evening when she came back. Yeah, it was crazy. The, yeah, the sun had been up. And then when they came back to resume the same rose ceremony where Joey already had his rose, like Joey was standing there for no reason for probably hours, maybe not physically standing there, but maybe he was allowed to go sit Maybe he was allowed to go do an ITM. Woohoo. Yeah. But the amount of waiting, the amount of thumb twiddling. Yes. And even AB coming back and then getting that evening date. What else would have happened that evening? You know what I mean? The guys, all their one task for several days was putting together a gift for her. Yeah. I think he was just irritated with the whole process. He was just so cranky. And so, so tired. Yeah, we're over, I think we're overselling how irritated he seemed. I mean, he was just sort of expressionless. I just thought it was hilarious when he looked at AB and he was just like, well, what I saw in his mind was like, oh, that's the thing for this rose ceremony. I'm probably going to be here longer than I thought I would be. But it was also a combination of like, oh, that's the thing. And I'm not remotely worried about that, nor do I care. Oh, yeah. It was just like, oh, it's like, really? Like, I got to go through this again, this thing. (laughs) I would be annoyed, too, honestly, when you realize that, oh, this thing that was supposed to take maybe an hour tops is going to take three. You know what it's it's like? It's like when you're on the plane on the tarmac and the captain's like, okay, you know, prepare for. Uh, 
take off. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, oh, you know, and you hear the engines, they're like, oh, and they're like, oh, yeah, yeah. sorry, we've got a little uh, situation. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it shouldn't take more than 30, 40 minutes. Uh, and that's how he feels. Yeah, but you know when it's 30, 40 minutes. No, no, no. This oh, you're was, right. This, this was, was after yeah, yeah. the 30, 40 They were minutes. like, it's been 30, 40 minutes. They're like, we've got some bad news for you folks. You know, we're coming through with water and snacks. Yeah, you don't want that water. <laughs> you do not want the water it's and snacks. It's not worth it. So getting roses, Joey goes first here. The, the audience applauds. And now Charity pulls Aaron aside to send him home. She's giving him the goodbye speech and he starts crying. And we felt really bad for him. I just found getting his hopes up like this, like allowing him to stay. Really, she should have just sent him home when they had that chat. But allowing him to stay, having that evening chat, and then making him get ready for the rose ceremony, putting on that suit. I'm impressed with Charity. I'm impressed with Charity that she manages to do things like this and look as good as she does. It's really an art because there are a lot of leads who would do this exact thing and do it with less finesse maybe and people would be like what the hell why did you keep him like why did you make him go through all that you know what she is she balances doing the things producers wanted to do with handling them well yes she does and she also gets like she gets into it like she was really set what (laughs) what are you laughing what uh i feel so ashamed when i when i analyze the show properly like Uh, i know the show yeah you do know the show You've gotten really good at it, actually. Yeah. How does that make you feel? Well, that's what I'm saying. I feel a little bit of shame. <laughs> I feel like I know I know how the show works now. Yeah, I'm but- an expert on The Bachelor. <laughs> and, and I suddenly I suddenly realized it when I said that, and I, I felt some tragic comedy. <laughs> how nice, though, for everyone that you realize that on camera. That's true. Okay, so back at the rose ceremony, Dotton finally gets his rose several hours later, and now we get A.B. in the hot seat. We have to talk about his outfit. Because he's wearing oh, a mauve excellent. suit. Mauve. You could pull off mauve. You're doing well. Oh, it looks so good on yeah. him. And this black shirt. Everything was sort of matte. It wasn't too shiny or anything, too satiny. And he had this black flower on his lapel. He looked... Black flower. I oh. just realized that was symbolic. Isn't oh. black rose is like is like tragic? Oh. Isn't that sort of like sad, like condolence? I thought it just matched really well. <laughs> oh, that's also possible. <laughs> he Maybe just looked, both. He looked great. He looked like like someone from a casino scene in a James Bond movie. Yeah. You know, I think one of the things they do in casting is they pick people based on their style. All, all the guys in The Bachelor seem to have pretty good style. I think it's more so that when people know they're going to go on The Bachelor, they're going to be on national television, they give their wardrobe a glow up. You know what? See, this is where I'm not an expert. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> okay, this is a pretty uneventful full hot seat. I, th- I called it a throwaway hot seat. Aaron says he broke out of his shell throughout this experience and he'll be in paradise. Okay, so back in Fiji, Charity is with her family, her mom Vicky, her dad David, and her sister Mia. Charity reveals she's in love with both guys and then we get an ITM from her mother saying that Charity in general in life needs to get more comfortable with the word decisiveness. And this is I mean, hyper resonates. Like I yeah. feel like she could have told me that. She could have told you that. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest, choice is not always your friend. Choice is terrible. Yeah. I sometimes fantasize about just living a life like I'm like a like a like a shoe cobbler. Yeah, I I mean I often fantasize about being a child again. And I think a lot of it is that. You're just told where to be, what to do. You're That's just why led. dogs are so happy. Oh. People are like, oh, that must suck. You 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 don't make any decisions. Like everyone tells you when to walk, when to eat, when to do anything, when yeah. to sit. But that's a great life. Yeah. Because you don't have to ever think, you're just like, you're at the, people, you, you know, there's a Bob Dylan song, you got to serve somebody. Mm-hmm. And it's true. You got to serve somebody. Like it's the best. It's just the best to just serve somebody. Oh, 
wow. I've never heard that line yeah. before. It's much better than serving yourself. Serving yourself is hard, complicated, frustrating. It's also rewarding. Yeah, it is. Okay. <laughs> Great. I'm reminded of the Barbie movie. We saw this in Ottawa. And Andy, I mean, it was actually a miracle you got through it. Oh, we wow. were in those recliner chairs. And for the last, I would say half an hour from the end, <laughs> Andy's chair was totally upright like he was ready to go. <laughs> I mean, it seemed like it was going to be over. It did way it, sooner than it ended, and and totally agree. I think they they would have been better served had they ended it when I <laughs> when I pulled my suit up. The part where, and I'll try not to give too much away, but where the tides turn and the other doll is in charge. One of the Barbies says, "Oh, a vacation for my brain," and yeah. I was like, "Oh yeah, I know how that feels." It's anyway, great. I guess this is all to say that we really relate to charity in this. And needing to come to terms with decisiveness. That was a really long tangent. Okay, so Joey meets the family now. Lots of conversations and all arrangements. Joey pretty much knocks this out of the park. Yeah, we knew he would. Yeah, Joey's perfect for this, actually. Like, he really says the right thing at the right time. Were there any curveballs? No. But, you know, he he came out smelling like roses. Her but, family loved him. But didn't this need to happen? Yes. I mean, we knew, that, like, the odds, the money odds, the Vegas odds, clearly... Have Dotton as a well, prohibitive we, um, favorite. We thought that anyway. I'm not saying that this was all orchestrated, mm-hmm. but to some degree, I think they were like, Let, let's go easy on this. You're showing your expertise in the mm, show, Andy. Yes, How do you indeed. feel? <laughs> yeah, it's true. We knew, we said a few weeks ago that Dotton would have to go on a downward or decline rather in yeah. order to end up winning. And that's exactly what we start to see here is Joey knocking it out of the park, her family being suggested to prefer Joey, in fact. It's always funny how they do this. And then her poor mom at the, at uh, after the final rose has to be like, no, we really like Dotton too. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's always a little awkward. And now we have the live segment where Jesse surprises a girl named Leia in the audience who's f- originally from Hawaii but lives in LA. She says dating in Hawaii sucks. And we really thought they were going to take a moment to say anything about yeah. the- But you know what sucks more? Oh, yeah. Right. I was sure they were going to take that moment. Yeah. I mean, they take so many moments to talk about hot button things. I know. But they don't take a moment to talk about probably the worst fire in the history of the United States. I guess I thought because Joey lives in Hawaii, this girl's from Hawaii. I I genuinely thought they were going to touch on the fires, but they didn't. Whatever. I don't. uh, All right. Anyway, it turns out dating sucks in Hawaii. Yeah, no, it really (laughs) sucks. Okay, so back in Fiji, Dot meets the family now. Charity is wearing a white or cream macrame tank. This is very cool. It's got these long tassels and white shorts and it's open in the back and it kind of looks like it could be a dress, like a mini dress. And then you see it from the back and you realize it's shorts and top. How did you like this, Andy? You know, I I just started to think about something. Is it possible that my taste in clothing has just become your taste in clothing? Possibly. (laughs) Like, do I not even know what I like anymore? No, I don't think you do. Really? So I just know what you like, and now I like what you like? (laughs) Yeah, and you trust me so implicitly, which is sweet. And therefore you're like, Charlene would like that, and therefore it's good. (laughs) You, you, You want to know the honest truth? What? When we're watching the show and I see a dress... Sometimes I feel strongly about it and, I, and I'm and i nervous to say my opinion because oh, I think it might not be what you think. You should never say that. You should just stand by how you feel. Okay, I really liked this. I thought it was realistic. It was wearable. I would totally wear this outfit. Yeah. She looks cute. Yeah. Okay, she brings him in and I swear, like later on when her family's like, you had more glow with Joey, 
I beg to differ. This is what I'm saying. And I know you're, I know when we were watching this, you were kind of disagreeing with me here. I think this is all somewhat choreographed. (laughs) You just threw me under the bus. Sorry. (laughs) Well, no, I'm not throwing either of us under the bus. No, I just don't think that. So you thought that her family was in on it, in on downplaying Dotton and up playing Joey. I just don't think that her family would ever agree to that. I think that I'm not saying they agreed like it was a contract. I'm just saying that production may have been like, you know, this is like we know who she's picking, but like we got to make it kind of, you know what I'm saying? No, I don't think her family would do that. I think it's more likely that maybe there it was just there were these well, editing for sure, music, and maybe just like, you know, Dotton, let's be honest, he was really nervous meeting her family. He just wasn't as relaxed and saying all the right things at the right time the way Joey was, which I find really endearing. But if you're a family and you need to make a decision and you're comparing these two guys, I feel like they just said it like they saw it based on very little information. Okay, so it just worked out perfectly for production? Wow, you were. this is a very positive outlook. Like I really, <laughs> I was so sure of this. I would have bet my house on it. I'm the first person to be like, production said this. Production definitely did this. A producer definitely did this. I just think you cannot get her parents, her sister, to discourage someone like who she might end up get like choosing to marry one day. Like that's too big. An what ask. if charity has already told them this is the guy. Don't worry about it. There's no, nothing. No, you're right. You know what it is? This you know what? I think you might be right. And I'll, and I'll tell you why. Because number one, yes, the family would not try to screw this up. This is yeah. a very, very important situation. Yeah. But number two, I mean, charity does cry a lot. But there were some heavy, heavy tears around this whole situation. And I'm not sure she could just make those waterworks. No, she wasn't acting. I think that you just are incredulous as to how this works so perfectly for production that her family would seem to prefer Joey. And of course, this was really heavy-handed editing. Okay, you'll give me that. But but just let me ask you one last thing. Okay. What if... (laughs) (laughs) It's just for argument's sake. What if they were like... Dotton is clearly the one. We see the glow. You're great. You love him. Like, this is obviously the guy. And they're like, Joey, I think he's just like a friend. Like, you guys are, you know, you have a nice... Well, then we, like, what if that happened? Then we would have gotten a different story earlier. So something earlier oh, would have happened to make I Dotton see. seem like he was having you doubts. Know, you, you know, and Joey, right. his whole thing about people pleasing. You know, Joey already had his downturn, which was the hometown dates. Oh, I see. They would have give, They would have made one somewhere else with Dotton. I see. So you, so what I, the mistake I'm making, I think, is I'm assuming this is all happening in real time for production. Yeah, like no. they already have this on the cutting floor. Yeah, they know what of, they, they have. Yeah, exactly like how they let Xavier go at the beginning of the overnight episode. Yeah. It's because they had AB in the wings. Yeah. You and know, they, I, I don't know if I'm the expert that I think I am. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the immediate vibe here, of course, is that they're not into him. This is heavy-handed edit- editing while Dotton's like talking about their journey. The parents are like... Mm. <laughs> and even during the conversations, they're sure to show clips of Dotton speaking a little fast, seeming a little nervous, being a little more stiff, I think, than Joey was. And of course, they lean into that. Vicky, uh, Charity's mother, telling Charity that Charity had more pep in her step with Joey. Hmm. And Mia, Charity's sister, says that Dotton's very intelligent, but Joey makes her glow. And she said there's more PDA with Joey, but she laughs a lot with Dotton. Andy, you said, listen to the music. It's horror movie music. Yeah. It was really heavy. Was it necessary? Okay, so the rest of this is basically a montage of her sending him off while she cries to the tune of more horror music. And now Charity returns to her family and presses them for clarity. This is very uneventful as her family will not budge. They're like, it's your decision. Yeah. I mean, that's the right thing to do. That that, that makes total sense. I'm going to be totally honest. I don't know if my parents would do that. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh no! Oh no! No no! Your parents? <laughs> yeah, I don't uh, know if my parents would do no, that. No, 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 they wouldn't. They wouldn't. My parents would be like, "Well, what do each of them do? <laughs> <laughs> How old are they?" <laughs> oh. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. why we miss the missing your mom in hometowns. You really robbed America of that. I know. I know we really did. Yeah. I feel okay. sad about that. I would have had a very amusing hometown, mm-hmm. but I do not picture my parents. If they had the choice between two guys that I could possibly end up with. Oh my God. They would 100% oh. be like, we like him better. Your dad, period. I don't think your dad would even talk about it. He'd just be like, obviously it's this guy. And they'd be like, no, you can't oh, say that. No, I think my dad would more likely be like, oh, well, honey, like I like so-and-so, but really it's up to you. And my mom would be like him. <laughs> Vicky says she doesn't want to give names and Charity says that's what she wants, though. This is the best part of the episode, in my opinion. Obviously, you know, we get the proposal later and it's gorgeous. But we watched before our very eyes Charity and Vicky go into this mother daughter mold that, you know, they've had since she's existed, Charity. And you could see it was almost like a childlike, like insistence from Charity. She's like, Mom, no, you're decisive. Tell like it yeah. was really very cool to yes, watch. She was she was like you're you're out of the nest. This is it. Go yes. fly. <laughs> yeah. I'm not there for you. You yeah. gotta watch out for hawks and and all sorts of predators, <laughs> hunters. Hawks. Yeah. Hawks are very. Hawks cool. are. Let me tell you something. If I had to be reincarnated as an animal, hawk. No question. Yeah. They have no predators. Except maybe another bigger hawk. I don't know. It's once in a while. But I think that's just they fight. They're not killing each other. Okay. They're not. No one really cares about hawks that much. Like eagles. It's like eagles. Like people pay attention to what you don't want as a bird or an animal. You don't want people paying attention to you. Mm. No predators. Ample food everywhere. If they want, if they if they have a trouble in the fields, they come to the city. They got pigeons, rats everywhere. Yeah. They don't even have to look for them. They yeah. just they eat until they're sick <laughs> and they get to fly. Yes. Above all. And their eyesight's unbelievable. <laughs> okay. Well, it's part and parcel, but yeah, no, hunting. that's also good. Yeah. Okay. Hawk. Hawk. Do you have an argument against that? No, I actually think you've convinced me. No. My other one was house cat. Oh yeah, that's I mean, pretty damn good. Yeah, but I want to be. But a you house- have no freedom. You get the freedom. You get to be free as literally a bird. And have no worries. No one's coming for hawks. Yeah, Nobody. But, but to get back to the decisiveness, like maybe you want to be kept. Oh, you got to serve somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you're right. A vacation for your brain. A <laughs> <laughs> cat doesn't really serve anybody. Charity and her mom step outside where Vicky basically says it's deep within Charity. She knows deep down in her gut. And Charity's like, no, <laughs> I don't know. It was such a cool scene to watch. Yeah, yeah. This is a real live mother-daughter interaction. Yeah. Like no Charity's BS. frustration with her mother like was not acting. Yeah, it's like, make the decision for me. Yes. This is what you do. You're yeah. my mother. She was just shy of going, mommy. Yeah. Mommy. <laughs> Who do I marry? <laughs> I loved this. Okay. In the evening now in Fiji, it's the last date with Joey. I've got to say, I love the change. I think this might be a recent thing. I don't know if it just started with the season, but they've made these last dates just the evening because up until recently, you would the have whole, a whole day That's date, ridiculous. And it is very ridiculous. tedious to yeah. go through that. They toast to a great evening and he gifts her their street poem framed. And while they read it, we get a sepia tone flashback. And Andy, you said, what's hilarious is neither of them even wrote that. Yeah. I'm not sure I understand this. You called it a glorified Hallmark card. <laughs> yeah. I mean... Is it not? Uh, you're not wrong. You know, when I was a kid, I remember this distinctly. I think it was my first, I'm not sure if it was shame or it was some educational experience, but I 
what was like six or seven and I was at the like the grocery store or something okay. and I went to the card section because I knew that was the first time I knew that a holiday was coming up. Okay. And I and I could give a card to my parents. It was the oh. first time I was aware that I'm not the only one getting stuff. Oh. So I was, I think it was my grandmother. And I picked out this, I was looking through all the cards and I picked out the one with the most flowery. It had like four pages of language. Yeah. It's like, you are the most beautiful yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, love yeah. you so much. You light up. And I was like, this is the best. It's yeah. got the most words. Uh -huh. It's all nice. And I, and I put in an envelope and I gave it to my mom. And I remember distinctly being like, oh, this is, I'm going to hit a home run with this. This is amazing. And I remember distinctly her reaction being like, you know, like, oh, that's nice. And I was like, what? <laughs> that's nice. I gave you the card with the most pages. And then, and then it dawned on me. I was like, oh, I didn't write that. Mm -hmm. That's why she didn't like it. I didn't write that. Yeah. So what's it worth? Your mom loves a homemade card. She does. Yeah. It's and really cute actually one. to this day. Andy and his mom, like they really write cards to each other. She'll write you a poem every year oh, for yeah. your birthday. She writes me poems. Yeah. They're not bad either. Yeah, it's very sweet actually. Yeah. Okay. So good point. Good story, Andy. Oh, thanks. I liked that memory. Yeah. Okay. So that's that. It's pretty much the making out charity starts to cry and okay that oh, yeah, wraps whatever. okay right. so now it's live jesse keeps teasing a lady dating the next bachelor and now interviews cat izzo and brooklyn from zach's season and here we get the trailer of paradise yeah. and andy you laughed really hard when they were like as though it was a good thing they were like someone has a serious medical emergency <laughs> I know. but it was a joke i mean was it i mean being that backed up i feel like is no they made it a joke Oh. I mean, it was, I think when they said that it was a joke. Oh, you it, was a so? oh it was definitely a joke. Oh, okay. oh, no, I screwed up. Like they caught me because oh. I, I didn't get the joke. Okay. But the joke came after. <laughs> the joke was that she was constipated. Yeah, I feel I felt bad for her, honestly. Oh, I felt super like they're making it light. Like they, you don't I mean, we've touched on this, but to be in that spot, it's terrifying. Yeah, and I also I just felt bad. I mean, maybe she doesn't care, in which case, great. Oh, she cares. No, I just mean she'll be known by America oh, as the, the one. Stuff yeah, filled yeah, up yeah. with poop. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so now it's the last date with Dotton. And we observed here that Dotton, again, just seems tired. Yeah, he's done. He's so into her, and that's it. He wants to move on with it. Yeah, he's like, can I just take you and go? Dotton gifts her a treasure hunt down memory lane, and it's very cute. Mm -hmm. The highlight for me was the s'more. But they clearly could not get graham crackers in Fiji. And so it was made with tea biscuits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a locket with their baby faces in oh, it, which cute. is a callback to their uh, drive-in movie, remember, Hometown yeah, Date. Yeah. Very cute all around. I also want to give a shout out to the PA who sourced these items. Oh, yeah. That was not easy. Someone went and got those tea biscuits. Yeah. On Fiji. Yes. And, on Fiji and printed uh, printed their baby photos and all that stuff. Cut those baby photos into little hearts. Yeah, maybe Dotton did that. Was, oh, that would be no. They would have shown him doing it. There's no way they would have not shown. I him honestly doing that. think that. Are you what? sitting at six foot seven guy no, honestly, cutting up little hearts? Honestly, the thought of Dotton sitting there cutting those little you, tiny hearts, yeah, like no. I I think that's like I'm, it's if, orgasmic. If. <laughs> I, <laughs> <laughs> I can't handle it. <laughs> no, I, I can tell. Put it this way. If if Dotton did do that and they found out about it, they would probably be so pissed off at him. Yeah. They'd be like, you cut little baby hearts out and you didn't tell us? Like, do it again. 
Charity asks if he's confident. He says he's confident in their connection, but he has to assume there's two strong connections. In general, Dotton is very good at mitigating. Yeah. He's like, I'm confident in you. I, there's other stuff going on. I'm trying to keep level-headed, which I find very relatable. You know, and honestly, with Dotton, I think that if it weren't for his obvious innate lack of, he's he's insecure. He he lacks security in himself in several different ways. Yeah, I think. but but in a in a good way. In a healthy like he's way. like he, he's humble. Oh, humble. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I wasn't saying that in a derogatory yeah, yeah. way. I was just saying he's a naturally like introspective, self doubting kind of person. And he's confident enough to be able to admit to all of that. Exactly. He's yes. a well rounded human. But yes. what I'm saying is I think that he was one hundred percent sure in his heart of hearts that Charity was picking him from way long ago, like mm-hmm. several episodes ago. But he's so self-doubting and inherently yes. that he actually let it creep in. He was like, wait a minute. That's me. Yeah. And That's me. you. Oh, t- yeah. Yeah. Dalton don't don't is take us. full credit for that. It's us. <laughs> and overall, this date ends with a somber tone and ends with him a bit in his head. And I wrote, okay, if it wasn't obvious already that he's winning. You know, we knew that it would end like this. Literally, I don't think there's ever been a winner of this show whose final day did not end with a somber, like, question mark tone. Okay, so the guys now meet Neil Lane in Fiji, but as usual, they don't show enough rings. This is where I'm going to be like, I'm going to be like, like charity, like, mom, I'm like, come on, I want more rings. Come on, like, where's the selection? I remember in the old days, he would open this box yeah. and there would be like 10. And you'd see everywhere they go through all the ones yeah. emerald cuts, you'd sapphire, solitaire. Yeah, they would Wait, just... they're all solitaires, right? Uh, usually. Yeah. Yeah. They don't do a lot of pave. No, they do pave on the band. Oh, they, they always do, do pave. No, but I mean pave on the they. It's it's called a solitaire. You're talking about the side stones. Oh, it's called a side stone. So pave is the tiny, tiny stuff on the on the band. Yeah, pave is just little little ones. It's like, it's so like there dust. Can, so there can be a halo, like a right. like a round, and then also on the band. Do they make pave, or pave is just the stuff that falls off the diamond? It's like it's like the gristle. It's like that stuff in the in the, well, in the diner where value. you eat all the stuff that's left over on the grill after they finish cooking. What's that called? Oh, the the oh my god, I can do this. The fond. Uh, yeah. It's fond. Okay, it is fond. You're co- totally correct. That's the sort of the highbrow <laughs> word for it. Okay. But I think in the diner, there's a dish, like in a real sloppy diner. Uh huh. There's a dish where there's just all the crap left over on the grill. You just put that on a plate. No. And it's called something. That's not a thing. I'm telling you, it's a thing. I mean, I, that I, sounds delicious. <laughs> I mean, there's a reason why it's a thing. <laughs> I got to say, I, I love plate scraps. They're well, you, often the best part. You know who's going to tell us that not only am I right, but what it's called? And Andy, you went oof when getting ready for proposal day, Joey in his B-roll put his shoes on his bed. How could he do that? I mean, in not retrospect- only did he put his shoes on the bed, he put them sole down. Like <laughs> I would, I would give him maybe a pass if he put them on their side. Just, just you know, okay. maybe. I have two things I want to say about this. First is in retrospect, this was foreshadowing because when you first saw his foot coming out of the car that was the moment like we had seen his shoes and i saw the shoe and i was like joey so i kind of feel like maybe he was told to do this but also he put his shoes on that i think you know when you're in a hotel and there's that like extra blanket that you don't actually use to sleep with oh at the edge of the bed so it's acceptable kind of okay i heard once that those don't get washed yeah i don't that can't be true you know i've always ever since i heard that and i heard that ages ago Uh uh-huh ever since i heard that every time i go to a hotel i i feel very uncomfortable with that Is it shunned to the floor? I generally like to keep that away from any orifice. So like I'll let it touch <laughs> my 
And I'll let it touch anything from like the shoulders down, uh-huh. but I don't want it near my holes in my face. What about your other holes? I think those holes can handle themselves. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now it's proposal day. Charity is wearing an off-white beaded gown, very beaded, yeah. with crisscross straps on the front. Yeah. Um, I didn't love this. Oh, yeah. I don't remember it. Oh, really? What was it? What, what? Well, there you go. You oh, don't remember, I don't remember it. it. I no. wrote, it doesn't look like anything I haven't seen before. Right. It just felt a little promy, like something you would buy from a catalog for the prom, or it, yeah. it just it just felt, I don't know. I was kind of like, really? You know, I get I Charity's get the, been like an, the arguably best dressed ever bachelorette. I, I think Charity's outfits are a reflection of her psyche. I think she's just done. She's done. She's phoning it in. She doesn't want to be here anymore. She mm. wants it to be over. She wants to fly away with the guy. <laughs> the guy. <laughs> Don't want to spoil the Yeah, we haven't given any spoilers yeah. yet. She always looks gorgeous. I just felt like this dress was, you know, okay. Charity immediately starts crying when she sees Jesse. I really feel that Charity is super empathetic. Yeah. Like it's one of those situations and I would feel the same way. It's like, okay, I, this happy day is here, but I have to do this horrible thing. And the, the sadness I feel about that almost seems to supersede the joy I feel about the other thing. Sure. Yeah. She feels, she feels hard. Charity feels. <laughs> feels hard. That'd be a good movie. Like a romantic comedy feels hard. Oh yeah. Would you watch that though? No. <laughs> And finally, we get WordWatch 1. Joey, in his ITM on the way over, says he's been looking at the ring all day, and the only thing he wants now is to see it on Charity's finger. Yeah. I, I like the WordWatches where you see them coming. Yeah. Yeah, you can sort of time it. Oh, you you knew this one was coming oh, yeah. from a long way. for it. Okay, so now the breakup. We have to talk about the backdrop. Oh, my God. In Fiji. Fiji. Ooh. Ooh. We want to go. It's on the hit list now. Joey in his proposal references the poem yet again. <laughs> and Andy, you said, wow, that street poet really got it right. <laughs> he, isn't it weird to think that people do write those Hallmark cards? I wonder if we would be good at that. I think I could be good at that. Oh, totally. Yeah. Because you don't have to. You know what it is? You take away all your ego. Like for me, I would feel so ashamed writing that. <laughs> I do think you would struggle. But I would rise to the challenge. Yeah. If it was just a challenge, like write a Hallmark card, I could write a bang up Hallmark card. Yeah. But if I was actually writing it sincerely, I, the shame would be overpowered. So if you knew that it was for a Hallmark card and you were right. getting paid yeah. to write it for if a Hallmark, Hallmark card. Hallmark called me. It's like we've been watching the Dear Shenny podcast. And for some reason, we think that you'd be a great <laughs> Hallmark card writer. Yeah. We're going to give you 10 grand. Just write like three Hallmark cards. Yeah. They would be good Hallmark cards. <laughs> yeah, they would. The shame would be negated by the 10 grand. <laughs> Joey's about to get on one knee and then Charity stops him. She starts with all the niceties here. And then when she says, but he just nods. He makes this super easy for her in true Joey fashion. She starts breaking down here and we get some real emotion from Joey, actually. I shouldn't say that like I'm so surprised. But as we have said, Joey has been a little one note. Yeah, he finally cracked. Yeah. And I think this was the right moment to crack. It made me believe that he had really been in it. Yeah. Do you think he really thought that he was going to win? I think so. Yeah. yeah. You, but part of me felt like the tears were almost like the journey was over. Like he kind of knew that he was a long shot. Mm. And he was like, this has been such a an experience. Like this is a once in a lifetime experience. It's now, it's like your last day at college. You know, you're psyched to leave and go to the real world, but you're also, it's bittersweet. I just don't know if I get overthinker from Joey mm. in a good way. No, I don't <laughs> right. mean that as a diss. I mean that like I admire it because I am so an overthinker. I think it was sincere. It was yeah, just really I think he's sad just about... like, like, as he said in the car later, he's like, she gave me no reason to doubt this. 
Oh, okay. You know, I think yeah. he was just like, yeah, this is this is good. Yeah. But he took this really well. He let her off the hook super yeah. easily. Like I couldn't almost couldn't believe it. I mean, it. he does everything right. Well, that's the thing, right with air quotes. Yeah. I mean, he does everything almost Hallmark card right. Yeah. I, I do kind of still want, there's a flavor that I, I want. Edge. You want yes, edge. Yes. I want a little edge. I want a little like character from Joey that hopefully we'll see on his season. But this was the closest we came to seeing it because he was really having an emotion. When he said in the car, Charity gave me no reason to doubt this. I was like, oh, yeah. you like you're airing an opinion that's not just like, she's wonderful when I, I do think charity's wonderful but you know like you were led to this point and the rub was pulled out from under you you're allowed to be a little upset i agree and i think positively thinking <laughs> i think that joey is going to be a different person as the lead in control well it's funny you say that because in the subsequent hot seat we Who? observed that he already seems more emotive seems different yeah is it different joey yeah was it not and I'm not saying it was way. night and day. No, it wasn't night and day. It was subtle, but it was different. It was distinctly different. Yeah. He, Even his hair looked better. <laughs> well, yeah, his haircut was certainly good, but it felt like he was just a little more like, I don't know. He just seemed like he had, I don't know, matured. Yeah. He, you know, he seemed seasoned. <laughs> yeah. I mean, his haircut was definitely a good call. Oh, yeah. He had the, the bachelor treatment haircut. I mean, he looked hot. He did look I hot. I see what America's talking about now. <laughs> It's funny, in the hot seat, for the first time, I was like, Bachelor. I mean, he him. looked like The Bachelor. Yes. And he kind of acted a little bit like The Bachelor. Yeah. I feel more optimistic about Joey than I did about Zach. And mm. Zach did surprise us. That so maybe Joey will surprise us more by that logic. <laughs> I don't know if you should rely on that. <laughs> in fact, he already can't because part of the reason why Zach surprised us as much as he did is because our expectations were so low. Okay, so let's keep our expectations low. <laughs> All right, so Charity joins him in the hot seat. She's wearing a one-shoulder, yeah, one-shoulder, high-neck, glittery knit mini dress with a high, oh, I already wrote high-neck. I wrote high-neck twice. Isn't that great? <laughs> Someone likes a high-neck. <laughs> and an asymmetrical hem with up to a high slit. Oh, and, my and you God. you forgot, chain mail. It was kind of chain y I wrote knit. It looked sort of oh. like an open knit. It oh. was neg Magnificent. Uh, and I right away, not not to, you know, jump on your bandwagon, right away I was like, that's one hundred percent excellent. Is it because you thought Charlene will like that? I can't tell anymore. I don't know what I like <laughs> and what you like. Her hair was side parted and down to one side. Okay, her hair looked gorgeous. Everyone knows what I'm going to say. And I'm mainly saying this. Look, I'm not saying that every time you have a high neck, asymmetrical neckline, whatever, that you have to wear your hair up. It's just that there was something happening on this side of the dress. I think the high neck might have been a scarf detail, like it wrapped around. I don't know. And that's what annoys me. Her hair prevented me from seeing what was going on with that dress. But she looked stunning. I don't know if there has been an article of clothing worn on this whole season that I covet more Ooh. than that dress. Do you know who sells it? Not yet. <laughs> this conversation is predictably lovely, amicable. It's pretty much them repeatedly thanking each other. And now we get a commercial break. And this is where I asked you, Andy, if it was at all possible that The Bachelor would not be Joey. And I said, remember when there was that rumor that it was Juan Pablo? And Andy, you said, I would be psyched. 
You really wanted it to be I, Juan Pablo. You got you. You know, I'm sorry you said that because I got excited. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I raised your expectations needlessly. Mm. Okay, so now the proposal. Charity in her voiceover says, "With Dotton, it's a feeling you can't describe. You just know it's there, and when you're together, it comes alive." I thought this was actually pretty well put considering it was still pretty unspecific, but it's mm-hmm. true. And Dotton in his ITM says, the kid version of him just wanted to be loved and to give love and being in this position to be able to do that now, he would be so happy, his kid oh, version. Nice. Cute. He says he spent so much of his life feeling misunderstood, but Charity understands oh. him. Oh, Dotton. Oh, I'm just oh. obsessed with Dotton. <laughs> I like that you're obsessed with Dotton. Yeah. I, I give Dotton to you. Thanks. <laughs> I think I already did that in a previous episode. Yeah. I, I give him to you again. Dutton says in the, at the proposal that she's made him feel validated and loved and to receive that from a woman of her caliber. She'll never know what that means to him. And she says when they shared a moment, a moment that changed her life in Oceanside, she saw... <laughs> so many things happen in Oceanside. <laughs> Oceanside was extremely eventful. Yeah. She saw a man who respected her, who valued her, adored her, and a man she could love forever. He says she's taught him a good thing really can just be a good thing. Oh, my God. Wow. A this good proposal. thing really can be just a good thing. <sighs> I mean, I nearly cried. And it's yeah. been a minute since I've cried at a proposal. On this I, I show. felt a little, uh, little teary myself. And this was very sweet. So he proposes. Obviously, she says yes. In their closing ITMs, the joke is Charity f- grew a few inches, and then we see her on a box. And Andy, you were so like into this whole scene that you were like, ha ha ha. They got a chuckle out of me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a real but chuckle. There was a, I'll post it to Instagram at some point. But there, I took a video of you watching this proposal, <sighs> and you were into it. We both were. I love it when what you want to happen happens. That is nice. Yeah. Also, it's way more fun to watch when you really don't know what's going to happen, which is how we were. Like, we were unspoiled. And it's just so much more fun. Yeah. This was a great outcome. Like, I'm so happy about this. Plus, we were right. (laughs) Not that that matters. Okay, so in the live, Jesse interviews now a girl named Annie, who, despite looking about 25 years old, recently became a certified life coach. (gasps) And who talks quite a bit until Jesse interrupts her to find out who she wants to be bachelor. And she says, Joey, this was really pro hosting on Jesse's part. Yeah, he had a rush. Because he was like, tell me a few things about yourself. And then she wouldn't stop talking. And he was like, he's like, okay, that's great. No, but who do you want to be bachelor? And then he was like, and and now we have a commercial break. Like he made up for that time by speed talking. That's an amazing skill. I've seen it done on the news. I've seen it done on late shows. Mm. It's one of the hardest things to do as a host is to very, very politely and seamlessly shut up your guests. (laughs) (laughs) And remember, he's also got them in his ear. Like in an earpiece saying like, Like, hurry up. up, We have, you know, 30 seconds, 20 seconds, whatever. Like he has to shut that down, listen to it, but also shut it down to get to the end. Jesse's a pro. He is a pro. Okay, so finally, Charity and Dotton finally get to reveal themselves to the world in the hot seat. Dotton talks about trying to mitigate his heartbreak here when Jesse's asking him how he was feeling in those last few days. He says the juxtaposition of possibly getting the woman of his dreams versus ending up heartbroken. He didn't want to get his hopes too high. I wrote, this is us. That's totally. what I mean. We love Dotton for many reasons, but I just love how relatable he is. And so imperfect. Yes. And his type of personality, in my opinion, is underrepresented in this franchise. You know what he called himself? Ruthlessly introspective. 
Is that what he said? Ruthless? I believe I, it's very possible that's not the right word, but I'm, <laughs> I'm 80% sure. Okay. And when I heard that, I was like, wow, that if you say you're ruthlessly introspective, you are ruthlessly introspective. Did he say ruthlessly? I'm pretty sure he said ruthlessly. Okay. If he did, wow. Yeah. I mean, I... I get that. And what I like too is like, I can see people thinking that that sounds arrogant, but I actually no. don't think it is at all. What he's saying is it's like a problem. Of course. You're <laughs> it's not, like not a good yeah, thing. It's, it's not like there's a movie called Ruthlessly <laughs> Introspective. <laughs> Watch him think about the things he does wrong. <laughs> Coming soon to a theater near you. <laughs> they are just so cute together. They, I mean, they look even happier. Yeah. Sometimes you see a couple at this point and they seem happy to be getting it out there, but it does feel a little like strained. These two were just like, oh, finally, we get like, to just go grocery shopping together. I am giving this a seal. I'm putting I'm putting my reputation on this, okay. my esteemed reputation. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to the end. Oh, I 100 yeah, percent. They are going to be buried next to each other. In a long time. Yeah, yeah. No, not too soon. <laughs> Sounds a little morbid, yeah, but yeah. yes, I know what you mean. I really believe in these two. Yeah. And it just feels so good to see a couple like that at the end. Like it reminded me of like an old timey time when I watched this show. And I really saw a couple at the end that I was like, it has nothing to do with the gram. No. It has nothing to do with getting brainwashed in that environment. We said early on that it felt like Dotton was interested in Charity in spite of her being Bachelorette, not because. Yes. And all of that culminated in an actual, believable, moving love story yep. that I'm like happy to rah-rah behind. Like it was just so feel good. And do you notice how when they kept dropping those, he's like, and you're going to Greece. Yeah. And you're go being on Dancing with Stars. Yeah. Like he was... Dotton was like, okay, I know we're going to get a lot of stuff, but that's nice. <laughs> but, but I already won. Yeah, I, I don't care. Yeah. I'll make believe I care, but yeah. I don't care. I Believe me, many different travel agencies would send us degrees for free. Like, <laughs> thank you, but whatever. I thought it was cute how Dotton also was the one to tell her that she'll be on Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. And she was like, you knew about this? <laughs> like, how dare you keep something from me? It was cute. It was super cute. And it also felt like that was the most Dotton could like get into the performative like, he's so not performative, right? So not performative. And he's like, well, there is something that I wanted to tell you. Oh, my God. Them together. So Ugh. cute. So now we're finally at the big Bachelor reveal. Surprising nobody. It's Joey. We knew this was coming. I mean, all along the way, even when he was left brokenhearted in Fiji, we heard him yeah. say, what I've learned from this experience is how badly I want love. You know, yeah. all that stuff. Um, this is nice. Yeah. I mean, I think Joey will be good in the role yeah. I, I, as we said we think there's already a little more edge to be seen there i just have to express a bit of annoyance at how they didn't even address the whole like people pleaser arc i actually think there was a lot to be explored there from a storytelling perspective yeah. well we'll see it you know next season i assume yeah it would be nice if the defining virtue that made joey a good candidate for bachelor wasn't just the fact that he ended up super heartbroken do you know yeah. what i mean like yeah. they did that exact same thing with charity last season right. and i had annoyance with that it's like Okay, but, sh you know, what about her? Like, yeah. Charity, in on I think, on Zach's season wasn't shown much, really, other than just how into him she was and then how heartbroken she was. That really irks me. Like, I want to see more colors in that person. And I think we had the hint of that with Joey here. Like, you know, he struggles with speaking up for himself and being who he wants to be and all that stuff. I don't know. I just wanted a little bit more. Yeah, I'm not 100% sure that heartbreak really factors into the calculus for me in desiring a lead. Like, I'm not sure I really not at care all. that much. It's, that's such a good point. I don't care at all. Yeah. But you know who does care is production. I they, mean, they every care. single time. It's almost like 
the more hardbroken you are, therefore, the more qualified you are to head up your own season. And if you're really hot, too, that helps. <laughs> <laughs> Hence his glow up haircut. Oh, yeah. As soon as I saw the haircut, I was like, he's bad. So. <laughs> yeah. He didn't just go to the local barber and get that. Okay, so Jesse now reveals the lady going on Joey's season is Leia, the mm. girl from Hawaii. This felt super oh, forced who cares? and awkward. She seems really sweet. Yeah, whatever. But who cares? What is the what's the point? What I don't understand is what's the difference between her and just someone who applied to be on the show? Why is it special that she happens to be sitting in the audience? Yeah. I didn't get this at all. It reminded me, I mean, of the Brianna thing where that, you know, Zach met five ladies and then America gave a rose. Oh, yeah. And in this case, Leia's leg up is that she was given a card, not a day card, but something that would give her an advantage in the mansion. And she's not allowed to open it till the mansion, which to me just feels very survivor. I do think that they missed an opportunity to randomly pick someone in the audience. Oh, when they announced it, I was like, oh, this is going to be kind of cool. They're just yeah. going to randomly, someone's going to be like, oh my God, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. on The Bachelor. Yeah. <laughs> Instead, it was like hand-picked. Yeah. And there were only really two girls because they weren't going to do Cat or Brooklyn. That was just a way to promote Paradise. So it's two girls. Honestly, if they were going to make this a sort of like, who's it going to be? Like, and here's a card that gives you an advantage. I would have rather this had been full game show. Yeah. Like, do a spelling bee or do some competition with 10 ladies from the audience and one of them wins her way into the show. Oh, I would totally watch that. Right? That's actually very Bachelor pad. Mm. R.I.P. I can't believe you never saw that. Yeah. We should watch it for fun sometime. So overall, I mean, this is a very good season. Charity was an awesome bachelorette. I loved the ending story. And even though some of the tricks were like, okay, we've seen this all before. It wasn't any worse than any tricks we've seen in other seasons. And even though it was cut short, like it was shorter than usual, I didn't mind that. Yeah, maybe that's the right length. I think it's sort of hard on her, actually, because like she has to make that kind of decision with less time. But if you think about it, her two final guys were the two guys who got two one-on-one -on -one dates each. I think what we basically lost in that extra episode or two along the way was one-on-one -on -one dates with like a John. Yeah. And we definitely didn't need that. No. And we also didn't need the whole Aaron B vehicle coming no. back to Fiji. So you could have asked that. Mm -hmm. Could have asked the whole uh, double date with Tanner and yeah. Sean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So maybe it could have been seven episodes. <laughs> I could totally get used to a nine episode season, honestly. This was the perfect amount of time. I have a feeling you may get your wish. So that's it, Andy. That brings us to our word watch. There was one finger. And how many correct guesses were there? 141. Okay. And our winner is Kate Fredrickson. Congratulations. You are the winner of Aliana Rose sunglasses, a pair of your choice valued at a massive $225. Ooh. And we have a promo code in the description if anyone else loves their stuff. A great prize, a very posh prize to end yeah. on. And yeah, what a great season of Word Watch, Andy. That was a good season of yeah, Word yeah. Watch. We really That's... hustled to get variety with prizes. Yeah. We can't promise that will be a regular thing, but I swear we're trying. Mm -hmm. We work really hard at this, actually. Yeah, the word watch is its whole little industry. Yeah, yeah, it really is. There's a lot of emails sent out, received, lots of stuff going on with the word watch. It's actually Andy's department. So we should give Andy a special shout out for his great word with word watch this season. <laughs> okay. All right. So Andy, in keeping with tradition, with a finale recap, we will go over our night one predictions. Mm. This is where we compete against each other. I sense a gloat coming. <laughs> 
Well, you beat me last season. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how we really rank this, but I know that I won this season. Oh, yeah. Oh, you nailed this. <laughs> so in fourth place, you had Joey. I had Xavier. In third place, you had Dotton. I had Joey. In second place, we both had Aaron B. Okay. And in first place... Yeah, Sorry, Andy. Yeah, I know, I know. You I had Brayden, which a lot of people thought was a joke, but uh, you oh, you put too much trust in how know, a bachelorette tends to pick her. I went down with the winner. ship on Brayden. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was that was pride. Yeah, in a way though, it sort of suited your overall narrative with Brayden this season. Yeah, you were a Brayden believer. And to be fair, the first impression rose from the women usually is yeah. pretty accurate. Yeah, that's what you based it on. Yeah. Meanwhile, I had Dotton in first. Oh, oh okay. isn't that nice? Uh, <laughs> No, no, seriously though, that's, you, I mean, you deserve, you pretty, deserve applause. Thank you. I mean, they didn't even have one-on-one time on night one. No, that's very impressive. It was really you just, spotted that. Well, I was also projecting because <laughs> I love Dotton. And, you know, I really love how Charity, you know, we questioned if Dotton was her vibe. Remember, we were like, well, Charity, if she likes a Brayden, if she likes a Joey, it just doesn't really make sense that she would like a Dotton. And I love how wrong she proved us. Yeah. She's a real sapiosexual. She's got good taste. She does have good taste. Okay, and our wild cards, yours was John and mine was right. Aaron S. So two wild card yeah. flops. But respectable. Yeah. Nonetheless. Okay, I think that's a wrap then, Andy, for this season. That's it for the season. Yes. Wow. And it seems Golden Bachelor and Bachelor in Paradise season nine will be airing on the same night. Thursdays at the end of September. So we're going to have to discuss if you want to know what's going on with that. We'll keep you updated on Instagram where we tend to keep you updated because I don't know if we're going to be recapping both of those. Like that's, that's a lot of recapping and we'll be in Seattle. I'll be singing in an opera by then, which means I'll have less time. So yeah, we'll go to the drawing board and discuss and let you know what we come up with over on Instagram. Okay. Andy. If you enjoyed what you heard today, you know what we will ask of you, and that is to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell, follow us on Instagram, and leave us Apple and podcast ratings and reviews. Tell your friends and generally do all the things you would do to support a podcast you enjoy. And once again, I should have said this at the top of the episode. I'm consistent. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll see you next time on Dear Shandy. Bye-bye. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.